Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. All right, you guys, let's do it. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Jerry. We are going to be reading uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 today. Uh, awesome passage about resurrection. Very fitting for uh, baptism services celebrated yesterday. And for the hope, the hope uh, in Christ. And so... Um, Let's read it together. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. 1 Corinthians 15. See, the Corinthians' problem was not that they didn't believe in the resurrection of Jesus. They believed in that. They just didn't believe in the resurrection of themselves. <laughs> they didn't believe in, in human resurrection. And Paul is going to speak to that um, later on in chapter 15. Um, uh, to that, the truth of um the believer's resurrection so all right welcome everybody let's do it first corinthians 15 as we continue through our journey our journey through the book of first corinthians just two more chapters left here we go now brothers and sisters i want to remind you to get your pen <laughs> i want to remind you to get your pen no anyway i want to remind you of the gospel the good news the gospel I preached to you and you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. We got to stick to it. Got to persevere. Good morning, everybody. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. Got to hold firm to the word of God. Verse three, for what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance. And here it is. Paul lays out for us. You're like, what's first important in terms of of, of, of the, uh, the essence of the gospel? Here it is. This is of first importance. It's like, number one, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. That's of first importance. If we don't know the bad news, that we are all sinners in need of a Savior, we won't understand the good news. And the good news is that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures. Number two, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day, according to the Scriptures. So he was buried, really dead. He died, physically, literally died, was buried and raised on the third day. And that he appeared to Cephas. And to the 12, and after that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Fallen asleep, have died, honestly. What are you saying? So he's saying those, those three things right there are, are essential. Christ died for our sins. He was buried and he was raised on the third day, all according to the scripture, and that he appeared. He died, he was raised, and he appeared. Verse 7, then he appeared to James, then also to the apostles, and last of all, he appeared to me 
as to one abnormally born. Paul's not saying he was like abnormal, just basically um, different time. Um, you know, he, he was, he was, Christ came to him later. Verse nine, for I am least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. Remember his pre-Damascus road life. He persecuted the church. Because I persecuted the church of God, verse 10, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. Like a little Popeye, I'm Popeye. I am what I am. <laughs> I am what I am. By the grace of God. Paul's like, I am what I am, but I ain't what I was. You know what I'm saying? Same with same with you and me. In, in Christ, I we are who we are, but we ain't who we was. <laughs> That's my problem with some people. They think they can be who they, they, they think they can still be who they was when they in Jesus. No. Oh, you different. That person is dead. The old you is dead, gone, buried with Christ. And a new person enlivened by the Holy Spirit has been resurrected in you and me. Verse 10. Uh, I am what I am by his grace to me, uh, because his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was in me, was with me, I'm sorry. Whether then it is I or they, this is what we preach, and this is what you believe. Paul's rehearsing for them the essence of the gospel. This is what you heard, this is what we preached, and by that message, you were saved. Verse 12. Here we go. Now you're going to get into it. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection from the dead? How can you say there's no resurrection for human beings, for people who believers in Christ, when you preach that Christ has been raised from the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. How are you going to go around preaching no resurrection? If you preach no resurrection, that, that includes Jesus. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. Man, you know, you know, people, I love this passage. I'll be honest with you. This is one of my favorite passages. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. This is one of my favorite passages. Here's why. You hear people say all the time stuff, craziness like this. It doesn't matter what you believe as long as you're sincere. And people, even Christians say this sometimes. You know what? If it turns out where all of this is just not true, you know what? I still live the good life. Even if all the stuff about Jesus turns out to be a farce. Even if there really was no resurrection. Even if now that's true. You know what? At the end of the day, I lived a good life. And Paul says, hogwash. Hogwash. Bull. That's, that ain't true. Watch what he says. If Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless. Like, why are we even preaching? If Christ wasn't raised from there, why are we even preaching? Why are we wasting our time? We are wasting our time. We just, we just making noise. If Christ was not raised, not only is our preaching useless, but so is your faith. Your faith is useless if Christ has not been raised. Verse 15. More than that, 
we are then found to be false witnesses about God. If Christ has not been raised, not only is our preaching useless, it's worse than that. We are liars. We are liars. If Christ has not been raised, it's not just been useless. We, we are lying about God. We're not just lying about anybody. We're lying about God. That's like the worst. We're blaspheming because God. We know better. If there is no resurrection and we know better, we're blaspheming. We are lying against God. We're blaspheming God. We're bearing false witness, not, not just against another human being, which is bad enough, but we're, we're bearing false witness about God. We're saying God did something he didn't do. We're saying God raised Jesus from the dead. And if he didn't really do that, we're bearing false witness against God. Paul's like, don't, he, don't even come at me with it don't matter. <laughs> don't, he, don't, he, don't even come at me with it don't matter. More than that, we are found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But he but he did not raise him if, in fact, the dead are not raised. So how are you going to raise him if he's saying he didn't raise He didn't raise anything. And if if the dead is not are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. It's pointless. And not only that, not only is this just like a big pointless thing, and like futile it also means that you know what the whole message of the gospel about it being sufficient to forgive your sins and reconcile you to god none of that happened if the resurrection is not true in other words he says what you are if christ is not right your faith is futile and you are still in your sins you are still sin and in sin that means the the wrath of god is still directed at your sin there has not been a sufficient Price paid for your sin. In other words, we all in big trouble. <laughs> if Christ has not been raised, we all in big trouble. If we lie about the resurrection of Jesus, we all toast. Because we've been lying about God. We've been preaching heresy. We've just been filling up uh, the airwaves with junk. And we're still in our sin. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. Those, oh, and your your, your dead family members that you that lived for Jesus their whole lives, guess what? They're they are lost too. If there's no resurrection, you're not gonna see them one day again in the sweet by and by. No, if Christ has not been raised, you're not gonna see them again. It's gone, it's over, toast, done. That's all there is. Paul's making a strong case that it matters. The resurrection does matter. Verse 19, here it is. This is the one I love. This is the one I love, y'all. It's my favorite verse. It's my favorite verse right here. If only for this life, this is 1519. You need to highlight that. I think some of us might need to highlight this one. If only for this life we have hope in the Christ. So all the people say, I just, you know what? I just have, I just made me have a good life. It, it probably isn't true. I don't know that it's true, but I just had a good life. Look, stop it. If only in this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people to be most pitied. We crazy is what he's saying. We crazy. People should be, we should, we, we, people should feel sorry for us if we're living a lie. If we're living with a, with a, uh, under a false pretense. Here it is, though, guys. Here it is. Here it is. You got to keep reading, man. You got to keep reading. Verse 20. But Christ has indeed been raised. That one's going to go in the right lines. 
He has been raised. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. First fruits. What does that mean? First fruits is is a is a is one uh, one of the the first of many. That's what a first fruit is. It's the first of many to come. So Christ has been indeed been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, i.e. Adam, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man, i.e. Jesus. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. Mm. Hallelujah, somebody. All right. But each in turn, Christ, the first fruits, then when he comes, those who belong to him, then the end will come when the when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. Christ reigning right now, y'all. He's reigning right now. He on the cross, he defeated the enemy. He's reigning. He's putting all his enemies under his footstool, under his feet. Don't until he makes his enemies his footstool. That's what he's doing. Don't believe the headlines. Don't believe the headlines. Don't believe Jesus is getting defeated. Don't believe that Jesus is falling further behind. Uh-uh, uh-uh. He ain't done until he makes all his enemies his footstool. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For he has put everything under his feet. Now, when it says that everything has been put under him, it is clear that this does not include God himself. God ain't under his feet. Who put everything under Christ. When he has done this, then the Son of Man himself will be subject to him who put everything under him so that God may be all in all. Now, if there is no resurrection, what will we do with those who are baptized for the dead? If the dead are not raised at all, why are people baptized for them? He's not necessarily making a case for this. He's just saying that this is happening. And for us, why do we endanger ourselves every hour? Why are we even going through all this? Why do we suffer? Why do we why do we keep enduring hardship? Remember, Paul endured some hardship. He got shipwrecked. He was beaten every time he turned around. He tried to go preach, get beaten. Go to a synagogue, be running out of synagogue with, you know, 40 lashes. He getting beat all the time. He's like, why are we putting up with this? If all this is a big lie, if we're making all this up, why are we going through this? Paul says, no, Christ has been raised. Why do we endanger ourselves every hour? I face death every day. Yes, just as surely as I boast about you in Christ Jesus, our Lord. If I fought wild beasts in Ephesus with no more than human hopes, what have I gained? Why did I go through all that? If the dead are not raised, if the dead aren't raised, and man, let's eat and drink for tomorrow we die. Look, if Christ isn't raised, life is pointless. That's what he's saying. If the message of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus isn't true, if it isn't like it was told, if it isn't what's been preached and shared and passed down, if that isn't true, that life is purposeless. But don't be misled. 
Bad company corrupts good character. Come back to your senses as you ought and stop sinning. For there are some who are ignorant of God. I say this to your shame. He hammered, he hammered the Corinthians right then. But some will ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come? It going to look good? I just need to know, am I going to look good? <laughs> That's what he's saying. Corinthians like, you know, I just want to know if I'm going to look good. How am I going to look? I mean, am I going to have two ears? Am I two heads? Or what's going to look? How am I going to look? I need to look good. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, don't mean, I don't mean to be presumptuous. I don't mean to be pushy or anything. But am I going to look good? Can I put my order in now? Got a menu? <laughs> but some will say, what? With what kind of body will they come? How foolish. What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. When you sow, you you do not plant the body that it will be, but just a seed, perhaps of wheat or something else. So what are you saying? All right, all right, all right. It's like just when we die, our bodies are like a seed planted in the ground. Now, when you plant a seed in the ground, okay, you plant an apple seed. What pops up? Not another apple seed. You put an apple seed in the ground, what pops up? An apple seed. No, a little little apple tree. <laughs> Let apple tree, he grow on up, and he, he make a bunch of apples. And so his point is, what's put in the ground is different than what is resurrected. So our physical bodies will be pushed, put in the ground, what will come out will be something far superior. And it will just be a little apple seed. Go, poof, little apple seed. Put a little apple seed in, little apple seed pops out. No, no, I don't want to be no apple seed. That's not what's going to happen. He's not, you're going to put an apple seed in, going to put the body in, the mortal body in. He's going to tell us a little bit about how they're different. But he puts, we put the mortal body in and out comes the resurrection body. Watch this. When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, but just a seed, perhaps of wheat or something else. Verse 38, but God gives it a body as he has determined, and to each kind of seed, he gives its own body. Give him the example of the seed. Not all flesh is the same. That's for darn sure. Whew, you just got, you just need to, you just need to walk around a little bit and you can say, man, the flesh, physical body, they all different. They all different. Not all flesh is the same. People have one kind of flesh. Animals have another. Birds have another. Different kind of different kind of species. There are also heavenly bodies and there are earthly bodies. But the splendor of the heavenly body is one kind. And the splendor of the earthly body is another. The sun has one kind of splendor. The moon another. The stars another. The stars differ from the the star differs from the star in what? And star differs from star. Each star differs from star in splendor. So will it be in the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. All right. All right. Come on now. Paul about to preach. About to preach. The body that is sown is perishable. That little, little apple seed is perishable. But it is raised imperishable. This house different. How is the physical body different from the resurrection body? Here's how. The physical body is, is perishable. The resurrected body, imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It will be raised in glory. Ain't that the truth? Man, I got... This old body right here, you know, it ain't perfect. <laughs> That's the understatement of the year. <laughs> I 
I know, I know it surprises everybody. But I just want to say it ain't perfect. <laughs> my knee hurts, my foot hurts, my back hurt half the time. Ain't got no hair. Now what what happened there? Shh, this old body's struggling. But it's gonna be raised imperishable. This old this old apple seed, this old apple seed gonna go on the ground, it's gonna raise beautiful, imperishable. Uh, it is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being, and the last Adam, a living, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man was of heaven, Jesus, comparing Adam and Jesus. <clears throat> As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as is the heavenly man, so are also those who are of heaven. That's us, believers in Jesus. And just as we have been born in the image of the earthly man, so we shall bear the image of the heavenly man. Verse 15. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. So this old, this old got to give way to the new. Things of this world will pass away. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. As somebody said, that's what they put on the nursery. The nursery, little nursery at church. They should put that on the nursery. We won't all sleep on the babies. We won't all sleep, but we'll all be changed. Whew. Please. give. You know, you go to the nursery. It's like, we won't all sleep, but we'll all be changed. We're going to change. We'll change them. We promise. Verse 52, in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with imperishable, and the mortal with immortality. Mm, mm, mm. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Here it is. Death has been has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through Jesus, through, the, through our Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. Amen. Stand firm. Let nothing move you. And give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Praise God. Man, that's solid right there. That's good stuff. Resurrection. Let's do that. Let's uh, let's give ourselves fully to the work of the Lord today. Yes, sir. Because we know that our labor in the Lord will not be in vain. Love it. All right, you guys. Thanks for being on today. Thanks for joining us for the podcast. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the reminder that the resurrection of Jesus is true. It's not just a hope. It's not a fairy tale or a myth. 
It's not a lie that keeps us fooled. It is true. And because it's true, preaching matters. And because it's true, we have our faith is not futile. Because it's true, we too will be raised, just as Jesus, the first fruits of resurrection, has been raised. Thank you, Lord. God, thank you for the hope of a new body, a resurrection existence in the kingdom of God forever. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray for my friends today. I pray that that resurrection power and hope would inspire us, would fuel us today to give our labor for the Lord, that we would give ourselves fully to you today, that we would serve others, that we would love others, that we'd be kind and gracious, Lord, that we'd be filled with hope. Lord, for those who are grieving, Lord, there's so much pain and suffering going on right now in our world. For those who are grieving, I pray that the hope of the resurrection might lift their spirits today. Lord, thank you for this promise, for this truth that is uh, as certain, as certain as we are standing and sitting here. It is that for sure, that one day uh, the imperishable will give way or the perishable will give way to imperishable. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to be together to pray, to spend some time in your word. I pray your blessing and encouragement on each and every person today and give them strength and peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being on today. Thanks for praying. Thanks for enjoy, uh, reading this powerful passage from 1 Corinthians chapter 15 together. I hope it encouraged you today. God bless you. We'll see you next time as we finish the book of 1 Corinthians tomorrow, chapter 16. We'll see you then. God bless. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.